You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner. simply walk into Mordor. I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yargonath. Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box? Now don't be hasty, Master Miriadok. Is this new devil Hello and welcome to So You Want to Read Tolkien. Today we are discussing Book 6, Chapter 4, The Field of Cormolin. Cormolin? Cormolin? I definitely I read it as Cormolin. But I'm let's go with Cormolin. Cormolin sounds like cooler, but <laughs> I definitely just had Cormolin because yeah. I'm from the Midwest. The A is the hardest syllable. <laughs> Cormolin. Cormolin. This is what everyone signed up for. I'm Caitlin, and I'm eating the most delicious chocolate bar ever. And I thought I'd be done by now, but I'm not. But I can't stop until I'm done. So just. Oh, I see FYI. how it is. You get to eat. Well. <laughs> you had three fucking I minutes. Know, I'm mostly being facetious. I'm kidding. It's just a really good salad, and it's staring at me. Look, uh, if I could stop, I would, but it's so good. Yeah, no, chocolate definitely sets a higher bar. Yes. Um, no, I'm Rachel, and I didn't get COVID. Uh, there was a scare, but we, we, we've we kept our COVID numbers of this podcast to one out of three so far, so <laughs> let's stick with that, guys. I think that means we pass, right? <laughs> I say it's it's the one time in my life I've failed a test and I've never been so happy about it. There we go. And I'm Emmy. Um, and I bought a car this week. It was very exciting. I bought it all by myself, like a real adult. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Someone's excited. Yeah. Bye, Eddie. He left us. All right. I will do characters. Um, in this chapter, we see. Literally every single person. I mean, at least that's that's what it feels like. You got Sam, Frodo, Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Merry Pippin. Um, I mean, the the captains of the West, right? Everybody who's brought their armies. They bring up Rohan and the Dunedain and, oh God, I've forgotten. Who else is there? Elrond's sons. Yes, Elrond's children. Um, we see, well, only two of them. He has three kids. That's true. How did I forget Arwen? That's, Wow. <laughs> Because wow. Tolkien did. <laughs> I am so ashamed of myself. What? Uh, what's his face? Is there the new king of Rohan? Amor. Amor. I was about to be like, I can't tell if we're being not his sister. Or not. <laughs> and his. Um, no, she's not there. She is injured. I, I, yeah, I said not his sister. Oh yes, not oh, his sister. Oh, yeah. I said yeah. and his sister. No, no the the two the two sister female characters are not there. Yes, tragic and um. Um, our other, our favorite dude isn't there. Now it's my turn to blank on a name. Faramir isn't there. No. Oh, 
Also sad. But okay, so the fellowship is there. They're, you know, most minus important. Minus the one who's a ghost. Yep, minus the one who's a ghost. Um, I mean, technically, Sauron died before this chapter, but he's sort of there. We see his ghost get blown away by the west wind or something. Um, but the eagles show up. Yes, we love them. They always come and save us, you know, at, at the bitter end. Um, so here's some interesting names for everyone. There's Gwahir and Landroval and Meneldor. I really like Meneldor. Right? That's a good one. It's a good one, it's except they name. said, like, the world of men, or men of the West, or the men of Rohan. They said the word men so many times in this chapter mm. that I was like, really? We named him Meneldor? But whatever. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember I, I what like, Wahir's title is. I'm gonna, well, Let's rename him uh, Womendalar. <laughs> <laughs> or Definitely has a nice ring to it. Meneldor, isn't that that show on Disney Plus about Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, that joke would have been good if it was the first one we went with. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. It's <laughs> Gwahir the Wind Lord and Landraval, his brother. Um, and I couldn't figure out if Landraval is the greatest of all the eagles of the north or if Gwahir the Wind Lord is the greatest of all eagles of the north. Because we've got, we've got a dangling modifier there as far as commas go. Um, I feel like if you're the Wind Lord, it's probably you. I know, but they dumped his brother right in the middle of the sentence. So we're going to pretend for Landreval's sake that he is also cool and not just an afterthought. I, yeah, I was trying to figure out if like maybe he was like the leader of a separate like set of eagles or something. Like Gwahir gets the south both, and... Yeah, and they're both descended of Thorondor. Yes. Our, our, original deus ex eagle so but Gwahir's the one who gets named a lot right and he he's the one in the hobbit too and everything right yeah this is the one that gandalf rides they're they're bros he's yeah they have a very close relationship if you remember one eagle's name and why would you if you're not me remember (laughs) Gwahir it should actually be thorndor that's what you should remember he's the coolest one of the three that we just mentioned (laughs) he's not also thorndor is the most fun to say it yeah, really is. It's true. Great consonants. Way better than Meneldor. Um, I guess also, side note, the Nazgul are notable in this chapter because everything is compared to the Nazgul who run away, as do most of the orcs and trolls and ensorcelled monsters and beasts and the Easterlings and the Southerlings. And yeah, that we've got some problems in this chapter. A lot of the enemy forces commit suicide, so... We're going to let that go and get, move on to the short summary. Uh, so with all that talk about eagles, we kind of ruined the short summary, which is <laughs> the return of Deus Ex Eagles. Woohoo! You knew it was going to come sometime, favorite. guys. It's been a little while. I forget. Were the eagles at the end of The Hobbit at Deus Ex Eagles? Or oh, were definitely. they just there? Okay. Because I was thinking maybe it had been since the Silmarillion. No, I don't know. It wasn't like the end of The Hobbit, I don't think, but they definitely swooped in. I mean, I, I think they're... we definitely said it during the, the out of the frying pan into the fire part. Oh, in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I was more thinking, I guess, mm-hmm. the battle. They... We may have referenced it then, too, just because, like, we have one shtick and we have to stick with it. Excuse me. The presence of doom says that we have two <laughs> shticks that we have to stick with. <laughs> Well done, guys. <laughs> this is going to be a mess, guys. <laughs> this is going to be great. What are you talking about? I love this mm, chapter. All right. I also really like this one. 
Um, I don't know. I just it just sort of happened to me, for me. But um, let's get into it. Uh, so we jump back after a few chapters with Frodo and Sam. We jump back at the beginning of this one to the battle, and I think it's great that we start. Wait, wait, wait. wait what is setting the scene? Oh. Remember the last thing we saw was Pippin dying. Oh, we just that, got with them. The last yes. thing we saw with this group. Yeah, with this group was Pippin getting like buried under dead orcs and everything going black in his eyes. Okay, now go. Sorry. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, that a lot a lot more makes sense about a line in this chapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like this chapter a lot because it's the first chapter I can remember where we get all of the perspectives at once. It felt like it went really fast. So it did feel like it went really fast, yeah. So yeah, right. Um Actually, actually, yeah. So actually, right? We, uh, yeah, Pippin got buried and overheard people saying the eagles are coming, and so we kind of jump back right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Um, except we skip Pippin and we get to see both Gandalf and Aragorn just like standing, being majestic because battle majesty. <laughs> yeah, they're glowing. I think. I mean, don't miss that part. Aragorn's yeah. eyes are glowing. Gandalf's probably robe is glowing. I don't know. Shadows can't touch Gandalf, I think is what it yep. said. And they're on top of a, you know, conveniently located hill. Yeah. And then then they yell the eagles are coming. And and guess what? The eagles come. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was really funny because I can just, it's like they took up the call and I was like, why? What? Is, why? They're not coming for you. I mean. To they, inspire hope? Yeah. I guess. I feel like your glowing king probably should have done that already, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, and they well, did come to attack the Nazgul. That's true. They just happened to show up at the exact time where they weren't needed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really... This these eagles, eagles was too late. <laughs> these eagles have excellent timing. Now we know how they've survived this long. Yeah. is by showing up when victory is assured. Actually, this... I think it's the next page has some of my favorite description but i think this chapter overall is possibly like some of the most poetic tolkien has been in this volume so yeah right the the eagles show up and it's i don't know symbolic of stuff because uh everyone just sort of gives up (laughs) (laughs) like gotta describe what giving up means because it's so sad to me (laughs) yeah so like uh, yeah it's it's interesting because we get into some of those uh fun ethical moral quandaries of you know evil creatures and basically it's like all of the creatures uh as soon as sauron dies they're basically like well i'm done i'm out and they do pretty much literally just go kill themselves they like fall off the edge of the world into a cavern i mean you know because the world is cracked open around the battlefield conveniently i don't understand yeah so you're like you get back to that point where you're like yay mindlessly killing non-human creatures that were only driven by evil and also these are mindless creatures that are just driven by evil and maybe not so good it makes it very clear that like they were possessed right the power that drove them on and filled them with hate and fury was wavering its will was removed from them and now looking in the eyes of their enemies they saw a deadly light and were afraid and then they go and yeah. kill themselves. And I felt really bad, which I didn't want to, but it's like, ugh, ouch. And that's, we had all those wonderful, like, orc middle management scenes. <laughs> We're like, these guys are just showing up to work and putting in their time and filing HR reports. And 
it's weird to think because the book goes out of its way both last chapter and this chapter to describe like the will of Sauron being in the minds of all these orcs. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to think of like the middle management orcs being like having the will of Sauron in them while they're arguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Over whatever they were arguing about. No, that's very true. Um, yeah. Not that I think it would be any better if they just like, you know, quit and then, you know, got mercilessly slaughtered. No, but, but then some of them yeah. later, you probably bring this up, some of them sue for peace. And it's like, okay. No, that's only, so that's that's the, the second part is right. The humans. Okay. The humans, yeah. The humans did not have the will of Sauron. Most so of them. So these are the, the evil humans. Also died, but. Yeah. And so like some of their leaders like kept fighting, but a lot of them were like, yeah. Wait. Humany sued for peace. Anyway. Because they get to, but orcs don't. That sucked a little bit. Uh, but this page, this next page, I don't know actually where we are, has possibly my favorite description of uh, setting the scene of this chapter, if I can read it to you guys. Please do. Uh, it's the paragraph that where Gandalf's makes his big, The realm of Sauron is ended, said Gandalf. The ring bearer has fulfilled his quest. And as the captains gazed south to the land of Mordor, it seemed to them that, black against the pall of cloud, there rose a huge shape of shadow, impenetrable, lightning-crowned, filling all the sky. Enormous, it reared above the world, and stretched out towards them a vast, threatening hand, terrible, but impotent. For even as it leaned over them, a great wind took it, and it was all blown away, and passed. And then a hush fell. I just love that so much! (laughs) It's very good. Um, A, it's impotent. <laughs> Let me live my life, Caitlin. How is that the most important thing to you right now? Because I was trying really hard to not say anything, Caitlin. I was going to be nice. <laughs> Caitlin doesn't roll that way. You know that. Um, I also really love this bit, but I like it. Like I like the bit that comes before when they're describing the Towers of the Teeth, which is the the gate basically yes. they start crumbling and how all that stuff starts happening and then suddenly Gandalf is like we fucking did it <laughs> <laughs> what did he's do? the only one who interprets it that way but he just yells it out for everyone like we're good everyone great work yeah <laughs> basically he's he's that guy running out with the uh, champagne bottle onto the field yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. It's great. I also like that, you know, uh, I, we can now picture the literal eye of Sauron trans- transforming into a literal hand of Sauron before dissipating. And he gets a lightning crown. So cool looking. I'm sad it's him, but also it's so cool looking. I mean, Sauron wasn't always 100% evil. We don't need to get into that now. He used to be hot and evil. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone knows that's the difference. He used to... Was he a werewolf? Was he just kind of in charge of the werewolves? I don't I think remember he was just that... in charge of the werewolves. Yeah, I don't know. I... An, elf, an elf princess took his home and it was cool. <laughs> yeah, um, no, werewolves were just his servants. Yeah. There's that meme going around the internet that's like, you have to kiss whatever Tolkien character your your name starts with. And yes, someone was I like, won! Sauron? And I was like, wait, let's... uh. Let's go with this here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won because my name starts with E. So I get to kiss Aomer and Eowyn. I'm really happy about it. I'm just going to do both. Why decide? 
My name starts with a C, so I have like a long list of elves I can choose from. But which one? I'd probably go with Celebrian. Okay, I, Hand of God was the only C name I could remember in this moment. <laughs> Kel- no, you, not her dad, who is actually a character in these books, who, to be fair, his name has just escaped me. <laughs> uh, Gladriel's husband. Uh, Celeborn. Celeborn. <laughs> Anyways, no, no, I don't like the actor who plays him, So, I, and I can't picture him any other way now. Yeah. Um, like, looks-wise, I don't like the actor. I mean, he did a fine job with the five mm-hmm. lines that he had. I get to be cottage lesbians with Rosie Cotton. So. That's perfect. Oh, that's good. Invite me you to know, your it, it's, an, it's an underrated choice, but like, it, let's be real. That would be a really solid life. It really in, would. In yeah. The, yeah. If if you get like movie Rosie, then you get like a pub wife too. Mm-hmm. That was definitely among the thoughts I had. Like, yeah. all right. Yep. Bunch of, bunch of good ale all the time. Just sort of cute little house in a garden. None of that, like, elf drama or, you know, Amor and Eowyn always, you know, off trying to go be heroic. Like, no. Got a good time here. I do think you did win. Yeah. Calabrian's Um, dead, so I don't know why I chose her, but that was literally, like, the first sea elf name that occurred to me, and I was like, yeah, she seems cool. She's the daughter of Galadriel, so she's got, like, ancient shit happening. Your mother-in-law would be a badass. Anyway. My mother-in-law is a boat. Or a bird. <laughs> I don't even remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's let the eagles take us away from this train of talk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she's a boat that flies in the sky, which is cooler than any of the other boats. <laughs> Is she the boat? No, she's a bird that's with the boat. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> mm. Well, okay. The Silmarillion was a long time ago, folks. Um, so speaking of birds and riding and flying things and fucking off, Gandalf is like, well, I'm out of this battle. And he um, <laughs> rings up his his buddy on the phone and says, hey, Gwahir, um, y- you want to give me a ride another time? I know I said last time. You drove me to the airport that that was the last, but like maybe once more. This was a very weird sentence that I couldn't parse (laughs) in the dialogue. He's basically just trying politely to say, yo, give me a ride. Yeah, but it's twice you have borne me. Go here, my friend. Thrice shall pay for all if you are willing. Pay for what? Pay for what? (laughs) There's like some sort of life debt going on that we didn't know about? No, not that I'm aware of. I think it's just a way to say that, I don't know, it didn't bother me. I am assuming I've read sentences like it before. Thrice shall pay for all. (laughs) What? Maybe he's saying, hey, we just saved the world without your help. Pick me up, bitch. (laughs) He does go on to be like, "Um, you will find my burden. Like, I weigh exactly as much as I do the last time you picked me up, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Um... And then Gwahir is like, I would bear you, whether you will, even were you made of stone. And I was like, wow, these are just some melodramatic bros right here. Maybe uh, it's a little Ladyhawk situation going on here, you know? <laughs> Gwahir has a bit of a crush. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, really, I think it's just like trying to be really nice about asking yet again to be carried by the literal Lord of the Eagles. But yeah, so um, they fly off. Nice and fast. Uh, And then 
we do something we haven't done in a long time, which is mid-chapter, jump back to Frodo and Sam. Woo! Yay, Have Frodo we done that at Sam. all this book? I don't think we have. Nope. Anyway, I like it. It makes everything seem like it's moving so much faster. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically everything has come back together, uh, which is also why we have 78 million characters again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we go back, uh, Frodo and Sam, you know, basically at the edge of the mountain where they just chucked the ring in and um or where you know Gollum just yeeted himself off the edge <laughs> but um they yeah Frodo Frodo is um just he's just sort of ready to lay down and die it's poor baby it's pretty sad he's just like nope I'm done I did the thing that's it uh but Sam 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 is a little bit there with him, but he's like, nope, you know, I, I I can't I can't go out like this. And he convinces them to at least start going down the path and see what happens. Just walk away a little bit farther, Master Frodo. You can do it. This was such a sweet section. Yeah, I don't know. It was like yeah. everything that happened mm-hmm. in this in this small part was against toxic masculinity, and I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, you know, they make it as far as they can, and they're just, like, they're sitting there in this little island in the middle of a bunch of lava, um, holding hands, uh, and then, you know, Sam, bless him, is, you know, like, remarking on how they've been in quite a tale, and he says, you know, do you think they'll say, now comes the story of Nine-Fingered Frodo and the Ring of Doom? Nine-Fingered Frodo. (laughs) And... I love it, but also it's hilarious because I'm picturing the version where, you know, they don't get rescued, and so he's like, yeah, well, they tell this story, and I'm like, I'm sure they're going to make up what happened, but like, no one will know what happened if you die in a bunch of lava, and they'll definitely not know that Frodo lost a finger. Well, I assume he thinks they'll recover their bodies. It's a bunch oh, of Sam. lava. Sam doesn't know what lava is. I'm Leave not- him alone. He's a gardener. He's never seen lava before. Anyway, that that line is just there for the payoff later. It is. It really is. Um, it's a hundred percent there for that. But I still, it still made me laugh a little yeah. bit. Although, and I guess to be fair, like he does relate it to Baron right away. Mm-hmm. Although you never hear anybody actually call him Baron one-handed. You just hear about the lay of Luthien, which honestly is how it should be. Yes, she was the important <laughs> one in that story. Mm-hmm. See earlier comment about. <laughs> Uh, Sauron. Yeah. No, it is, I guess, you know. There we go. One finger, one hand. Oh, what's the difference? Also, I love that Frodo lost his middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) It is an interesting choice, isn't it? I thought it was... I I guess, what what, what would you consider your third finger? I was picturing ring finger. I could go either way. it, It was on the right hand, and the third finger was missing. So what's the third finger? I guess... I would assume the ring finger, because thumbs aren't fingers; they're thumbs. But if you're, but then again, they call him nine-fingered Frodo, so thumbs are fingers. Mm-hmm. So then it's the middle finger. I don't know, guys. Weigh in. Um, Wikipedia says both, but I think in this case it's <laughs> going to be the ring finger, just because it's you know because there is a ring in the book, and maybe it's important or something. Whatever. <laughs> Okay, as like a 100% aside, and I swear, well, I'm pretty sure this will be the last I bring this up, but just to make sure I was remembering properly who Calibrian was, I looked her up. 
And apparently Celebrian means Silver Queen, which is a great name. But can you imagine having a baby and be like, yes, she will be Silver Queen. (laughs) (laughs) I think about it every day. Anyway, sorry, (laughs) carry on. It's just a funny image in my head. That's great. Um, I love it. Yeah, so that's it. They basically just like lay down there, holding hands and pass out. But that's fair. Um, but as we know, the eagles are coming and they just in the nick of time swoop down and pick them up and that's that. The end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> the end. Nope. I can't decide if you're just like reading or if you're trying to pull a fake Peter Jackson on us here. Uh, mostly I'm just like waiting to see if anyone had any asides oh. to make about the eagles in there. Um, and the answer turned out to be no. Yeah. So, um, we kind of jump ahead and Sam wakes up and they're in the the forest of, of Athelian region, land, area. They're in Athelian. <laughs> and, you know. It, and Sam knows it because of the smell. I mean, look, he's a gardener. He would notice that. Um, also, it might just but, like, be. Like he would know the exact area of the world. Like he's not a dog. What? Um. <laughs> He might also just be, (laughs) he might be lucky too, because it's like the last time they smelled good things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he's like, ah, good things must be (laughs) Athelian. Okay. Actually, you know what? I take back all of my being an ass there because he does say it. He's, he just thinks it's all a dream and they're back where they were in Mm Athelian. So never mind. Never mind. I'll give you this one. Um, so yeah, and you know, he wakes up and Frodo's next to him and uh there's Gandalf and you know uh it's bless Sam. He's like having a moment of he's like, Am I dead? Are you dead? Are you alive? Am I alive? <laughs> which which of these these combination cause you know, like he thought Gandalf was dead and he thought he was dead, and suddenly he wakes up and there's Gandalf. <laughs> So, fun fact, the first time I read this book, I'd completely forgotten that Sam and Frodo didn't know Gandalf was alive until, like, the beginning of this paragraph. And I was like, (gasps) they don't know. (laughs) And uh, the only part in the entire trilogy that made me cry the first time through was when Sam says, is everything sad going to come untrue? Aww. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that line has always just stuck with me. So That's such a good line. I was yeah. stuck in this part thinking that Gandalf was still glowing. <laughs> like, right? You know how it's all like in the movie, it's all soft and warmly lit and whatever. Um, but in this one, like shadows don't touch Gandalf, and Gandalf was glowing on the battlefield, and now like Sam thinks he's in the afterlife or whatever. And I was like, why? Is it because Gandalf's glowing? And then I read this entire interaction as if Gandalf was actually still glowing. Okay, Gandalf's beard is gleaming like pure snow in the twinkling of the leafy sunlight. He is glowing! But just the beard. (laughs) But just the beard. It's canon. (laughs) I feel like that makes him like a Christmas decoration where there's just like Christmas lights in the beard. (laughs) I mean, seriously... It makes so much sense that Sam thinks they're dead. It really does. Because of the glowing beard. Because of the glowing beard. And also Gandalf is supposed to be dead, but he's not. So 
There's a number of hurdles he had to jump over before he arrived at They're Alive and... Yep. I forgot how to pronounce where they are. Ithilien. Yeah, they're alive. And um, <laughs> then they they do do that thing that they do in the movie where they just start laughing. <laughs> actually, it's really, it is, it's really sweet, actually, in the book because they're not just randomly laughing at each other. Because um, Sam realizes that he had not heard laughter for days upon days without count. Yeah, like, to be fair, Gandalf laughs, Sam bursts into tears. Yes. Well, and he does laugh eventually, too. But Everyone's anyway. happy. That's the point. Even when they're crying, they're happy. Yeah. Yep. Tears of relief. But then mm-hmm. Gandalf is doing that thing again where he's like, the king wants to see you. And they're like, the king? And Gandalf's like, ha, yeah, the king who you've never met before. Nobody knows who the king is. And just, I don't understand Gandalf yep. at all. Which is super funny because they were there for the prophecy. But Yep. <laughs> You know. To me, I, I feel like, no, I could be wrong, but okay, well, we should say Frodo wakes up and it turns out that he was already awake and then had a nap and <laughs> Sam was just really tired. Um, Anyways, but I don't think we ever see Frodo be confused about who the king is. It really seems like Gandalf is just having a joke on Sam. Maybe. Which, go ahead. I can't remember if I'm mixing up the movie and the book, but maybe that is one of Gandalf's favorite pastimes. It could, somebody did, it was on Tumblr or Twitter, or somebody was pointing out how this book is like a game of Dungeons and Dragons, and back in Moria, right, where Gandalf does that whole thing where he's like, you remember what they awoke in the deep, blah, 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 and it's like, do you share this with your friends? And Gandalf is like, no, we're not going to tell them. (laughs) It's like he's doing that again. He does that again here, with a much more harmless scenario, but it was, Gandalf just doesn't like to share. No, that's very true. He does not. There's a whole book about it called The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf uh, is a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. Ga- Gandalf is more of a troll than the actual trolls. Yes! Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Gandalf has a grand old time teasing them, and he also is just like, no, 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 you don't need to change clothes. Wear, wear your rags. <laughs> okay. Gandalf, you asshole. <laughs> Can you imagine but also sludging your way through Mordor? But like like all that Mordor, the, the lava, they were in a volcano and then they're cleaned, they're healed, and then some old dude is like, yeah, you got to get back into those dirty ass <laughs> clothes you were wearing we're doing for it, weeks. We're doing it for the theater. <laughs> I would never touch those things again. No. Oh. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Gandalf's also and like, we'll preserve them for in a museum. I know. And I'm like... Eh. I have this whole image of, like, hobbits down the line coming to visit Gondor and to learn about, you know, their great-great-great-grandfather Sam and being like, these are the rags that he wore through Mordor. And, Ooh. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> now I'm thinking about all the other exhibitions where you get to... <laughs> You know, and you like push the button and the lava starts to glow and you hear things about what happened. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Stand over here and we can fake the eruption of Mount Doom. Yeah. Obviously, the gift shop sells rings. Yeah, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, they they head out to go, you know, meet this mysterious king and... um. They show up and literally just get applauded with a bunch of cheers. Everyone just starts yelling in, you know, two different languages. 
Oh, 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 as an aside, um, Gandalf had their gifts from Galadriel. Mm. Yes. The the vial of light, the file, sorry, of light, and um, Sam's mysterious box. Yes. Yes. You got to make sure those are are safe. And they were. Uh-oh. So. So now we come to Emmy's favorite bit. Sweet Jesus. Are we going to talk about how they were apparently sleeping in a grove of trees? I mean, we said they were in a forest. Okay. I just think it's really funny that they wake up and it's like, they leave this grove of trees and walk into more trees. I mean, that is how forests work. Have you have you ever been in a forest, <laughs> Emmy? You have no idea where I live, do you? I live, <laughs> I live in a forest. I just think it's super dumb that it was like... Here is this perfect, like, it's a beach grove. And then they get up and it's like, here's this long green lawn. Glowing, again, more glowing, with sunshine. I was like, this is so dumb. Put them in a tent, for the love of God. (laughs) Where the hell are we? Anyway, yes, okay. I don't even know how to bring up my least favorite part. Well, they're walking towards wherever the king is. And suddenly there's murmurs, right? Yes, and then, and then it gets louder. People start shouting at them. Your favorite line. Oh, for the love of God. Okay, so remember how I mentioned 87 years ago that I thought this was the most poetic chapter in the book? It also has the dumbest line in the book, which then Tolkien says like 12 times. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read the entire it's song. I don't know. Is it a song or it's all things that people are shouting at the same time? Unclear. But one of them is praise them with great praise. Praise them with great praise. Where is your thesaurus, Tolkien? Some master yeah, of it, language you are. It, it's, it fits right up there with wounded with many wounds. Yes. Yeah. And like, I know, I know there's a whole linguistic thing and with like about it, but it's just funny. And like, they say on. it so many times. So they many times. A lot. Aragorn also like announces it to the crowd. He like turns around and like sweeps his hand and he's like, praise them with great praise. Aragorn, seriously, do better. Yeah. Speaking of which, right? So that's they make it through all these people cheering and they're like, Oh god, we gotta meet this king and then um I'm trying to sorry, I'm trying to read this if like and then it says and then they knew him, but I think yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they and Sam's like Strider. Uh, that's definitely still his name. Yep. I want to point out for others like me that it does say Frodo ran to meet him. I'm sure they had a very romantic reunion. Thank you very much. You're you're welcome. But yeah, it's very cute. And and Aragorn actually teases Sam where he's like, it's a long way, is it not, from Bree, where you did not like the look of me. Oh, I love he's that like, line Surprise, so bitch, much. I'm the king. <laughs> I loved it so much. What a great parallel and what a great, like, just callback to so long ago, which really actually wasn't that long ago, but feels like 87 years. Yeah. Yeah. Then he literally sets them on his throne and says Emmy's favorite line. (sighs) Praise them with great praise. It must be a Gondor thing. (laughs) I'm just so mad. At least wounded with many wounds was only said once. And then my favorite, well, not actually my favorite, but you know what I'm saying, is then he has his own, like, character section here where he lists everyone. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. Remember them? Question mark. Yeah. So that's, yeah, there's a minstrel who's like, hey, it's everyone. All these people who are there. Um, and this minstrel 
stands up and is like, yo, listen up. I'm going to sing to you of Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom. (laughs) (laughs) And Sam is like, all my wishes have come true. I can die happy now. So dumb, but also so good. And then he bursts into tears again. Actually, pretty much every everyone does, so. They did it. I love that bit. It's so good. Oh, actually, speaking of um, our favorite lines, they actually, the, the sky, this guy sings in both um, Elvish and Westron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, until their hearts are wounded with sweet words. I mean, that's not, not nearly as bad. No, I just thought, I, I just was, it, I found it interesting phrasing, and especially after we've gone on about that, but um, yeah. wounded with sweet words is kind of cool. I actually really like that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've been wounded with wounds, and now we get to be wounded with words. Sticks and stones. <laughs> <laughs> so, we we get one more praise them with great praise. <laughs> <sighs> um. And then, uh, yeah, Gandalf Gandalf takes pity on them at last and takes Sam and Frodo aside and are like, okay, you can have clean clothes now for <laughs> all that. What a jackass. <laughs> and <laughs> he actually, you know, he, he shows up with um, Frodo's mithril and sting. Because they got it from the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so they get all dressed up, but um, Frodo, Frodo doesn't want to wear a sword again, but Gandalf makes him. For the vibe. And he, he tries to give Sting to Sam. Yeah. And Sam's and- like, N- n- no. <laughs> no. Poor Sam. Well, I really like this bit because Frodo is just like, I don't deserve this shit. Please stop. Please don't. Like, he's just like, can I go back to bed? Like, <laughs> really? And everybody else is like, get the fancy armor. Get the fancy sword. Here's your thing. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go. Parade you in front of everyone. And he's like, okay, well. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, um, but yeah, they get they get all dolled up, and we get another roll call of all the people who are at the table, <laughs> and they they get to eat and stuff, and they also then they get to see Merry and Pippin, which is when we find out how Pippin lived. Woo! Yep, <laughs> it's it. Yeah, so so after a bunch of eating, they get to talk, and basically the groups um are like, hey, here are all the things that happen, and man. Frodo and Sam have to have a weird time figuring it out because uh, the big thing is getting to hear about the Ents. And uh, it turns out, you know, Mary and Pippin are like three inches taller from the Ent draft. And tr- imagine <laughs> trying to explain that to someone who wasn't there. Like these people just walked, you know, to Mordor. And that's what they did. Like some weird stuff happened to them, but not they mostly just walked. And then suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, these other two hobbits, you know, went into this forest and met this thing called an ant. And then they grew three inches and then became squire of Rohan and knight <laughs> of the city. And you're like, what the hell? Um, and yeah, we we also uh, we find out that, um, you know, Aragorn used all his healing power to keep them alive. Um, and yes, Gimli is like, and you too, Pippin. Um Apparently, um, yeah, G- Gimli identified him by a foot, just sticking out of that. a pile of bodies. <laughs> a, hobbit, a hairy hobbit foot sticking out of the... It's so good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wish, like, 
The movies pay homage to that line, in the extended editions anyways, but we don't get it quite as well, and I do wish we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great. So yeah, uh, you know, Sam and Frodo are still super, you know, tired and almost dead, and so they're basically ordered off to bed. And Legolas, of course, has to be uh, super dramatic, and he is like, yes, uh, I shall walk, which is enough for me, and let me recite a longing poem about the sea because now he's seen it and that's that. I just his had a doom very, has befallen him. I had a difficult time picturing Legolas running off singing. He just likes he's just like I walking mean, down a rolling walking. hill, singing the song. I don't understand. That seems definitely way more like something Gimli would have done. Have you been reading the same books? This is what all of them do. They go for a walk and they sing, and somehow they save the world. Just tangentially save the world. Accidentally, really. Yeah. All anyone yep. wanted to do was go for a walk and sing some songs. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, not 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 the uh not the movie like us. <laughs> anyway, the sea. Yep. Someday he's gonna put his friend in a boat and they're gonna sail across oh, it. Oh, and Sam is so sad about all the oliphants that died in the battle. Oh me yeah. too, Sam, me too. It wasn't their fault. And then he sort of says, well, one can't be everywhere at once, I suppose, but I missed a lot, seemingly. (laughs) 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 This idea that he wished he'd been in the battle and uh, I don't know, it's funny. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I I just uh, walked with Mr. Frodo. I could have seen the Oliphants in battle. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, So, yeah. Um, After that, we uh, everyone just sort of chills here for another couple weeks. You know, kind of recovering and stuff, and then we head back to uh, to Minas Tirith. But we don't get into there because um, it must be noted that Aragorn has to wait so that he can enter as the sun rises. I mean, if Classic. anything, these books have taught us how dramatic one uh, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, is. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Let us remember the standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfurling it in the dark, <laughs> and also, also the sword, the sword he finally gets to sheathe after having to carry it open oh, yes. for oh, right. yes. weeks, yes, for so long. For so think, long. Do you think he sheathed this as soon as Gandalf started yelling about the ring being destroyed? And was just like, oh, thank God, yeah, <laughs> finally. Uh, any other bits you want to talk about? No, I think I mentioned all my fave. Yeah, no, I ta- I yeah. just needed to bring up my least favorite line. Of this entire yeah, book, they do now. say it a lot. I will say I um, I listened to my illegal audiobook, obviously, for this chapter. And when you hear it, the way he does it, it sounds like people in the background yelling it, and so it it's not as bad, you know, like when you just because it's it's more like a chant almost. <laughs> but when you're then when you're reading it five million times over and over again, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't it's know. Still bad. Eh. It didn't strike me as being that bad. It could have been different, but it wasn't. It was just read okay, what, by what me line, in my head. How, how would you, what line would you replace it with? L- I'm I, and not I'm not Tolkien. teasing. I'm genuinely curious. I don't, if you, literally, if you we just, let's go to thesaurus.com and look up the word praise. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I know Applause. I, I know I sound Accolade, like. Cheer. Ovation. Glory. Esteem, and then there are a lot of m- much longer, more 
syllables. I don't know how to pronounce this word. Panegyric. <clears throat> Obviously not that one, but that's a weird word. I don't know what it means. Anyway, just <laughs> right. I don't praise them with great applause would have been perfectly acceptable. Praise them with great praise. Mm-hmm. Seems like he just didn't have his thesaurus on hand, which I don't believe for one moment of Tolkien. I mean, the source is first published. Okay, how old do you a, think he a, was? A long time a ago. A long time ago. <laughs> um, hey, honestly, kudos. it could have just been praise them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or split up, you know, praise them, you know, give them much glory or something, right? Like, anyway, it's a bad sentence. Or even just like praise them, the heroes of Middle Earth or something like that. Just, yeah. No, praise them with great praise. Cool. It wouldn't have been so bad if they hadn't doubled down on it eight times. That too. Anyway. Apparently around 1852. Would that be Roger? Yes. <laughs> or possibly 1805. Oh, no. It was compiled in 1805, but then published in 1852. I guess uh, All right. Mr. Roger kept it for himself for almost 50 <laughs> years. Probably go. couldn't afford to publish it. Anyway, not important. All right. Take us home, Caitlin. All right. So next time we will be discussing. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Wow. Next time we will be discussing. Um, okay. Next time we will be discussing chapter five. Nope. Book three. Nope. Book Return six. of the King. <laughs> book six. Chapter five. The Steward and the King. The Steward and the King. Which is really good. We got there. Because. Maybe just story. try that from scratch again. Nope. Nope. That's what it is now. <laughs> You're going to have to just share the entire disaster. Yeah. Okay. If you want to support the show on Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. If you want to support the show in a non-monetary manner, you can do so by leaving us a review and or rating on your podcast listening platform of choice. If you want to email us, you can do that at wanttoreadtolkien at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at to read Tolkien. I'm Caitlin. I'm Rachel. And I'm Emmy. And we will see you next time. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye.